smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avas.com With falling tax collections and a desperate need to upspend to kickstart our slowing economy disinvestment or even privatization remains an obvious source of funds for the government Selling capital assets some may argue to shore up revenue may not be the great strategy but it is possibly the only way to lower the sticker shock of the budget deficit for the bond market and also enthuse global investors but what's great economics may not always be great politics they say and so every year disinvestment or privatization remains a missed opportunity but why is that well That's a 2.1 lakh crore question. And if you're wondering why I quoted that gigantic number, that's the target our finance minister had set last year. Hello everyone. The countdown to budget 2021 has begun. From the Economic Times, this is Arijit Parman and you're listening to the Morning Brief. To help me navigate the labyrinths of policy making, politics, and deal making, of course, I have invited someone who has seen all that up close for a very long time. Subhash Chandra Garg, former finance secretary, Government of India. Welcome to the show, Mr. Garg. Thank you, Arijit. How are you? I'm well, very well. Thank you, sir. Joining him, my colleague Gulveen Aulak, who tracks the finance ministry for ET. Welcome, Gulveen. Thank you, Arijit. Let me start with you Gulveen. It's that time of the year when speculation hits the roof about potential divestment targets and of course that magic figure which I guess equity investors or stock market players always look for. Last year we we heard about a potential IPO of LIC there was BPCL Concourse Shipping Corporation that was supposed to get sold Air India well that's an ongoing saga Now you have been tracking the budget making process very closely this year. What's the buzz from North Block this time around? Well, uh, the buzz from the North Block definitely sounds uh, like there could be a more aggressive target, but at the same time, uh, markets are not so enthused. Uh, equity investors are not so enthused because the divestment processes which were going on, which you just mentioned, uh, they are taking time. The target will has to be sort of a range this time is that's what i'm picking up uh because uh setting of a target is has always been a hit or a miss if i could go back to the last 5 years um the, there have been twice when we've actually met or exceeded the target but the other times 2016 17 19 20 even before we we've, we've missed the targets by a large mile 2021 which is the FY21 which we're looking at right now current proceeds are only 15000 uh, 15000 16000 odd crores while the target like you rightly mentioned is 2.1 lakh crores it's a steep target to meet so uh, markets or investors and agencies rating agencies they have they're pegging uh, next year's target as as much subdued But Mr. Garg, there's never been much material impact of disinvestment in terms of the national gross value added, or GVA, as uh, we call it. And most investors now say, "Well, it's more optics, really, than actual intent." 
See the public sector undertakings in India, both in real sector as well as in in financial sector, have never been a major contributor to the GV as such. It has always been in the range of about ten uh, percent or even less than that. Public sector is not valued appropriately, and 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 is is a very low valuation. And in the pandemic, for last quite some time. while the index has gone up substantially uh, it has virtually doubled from its low the public sector shares are still quoting at lower than what they were quoting a couple of years back um, so that is the problem with the public sector it can't be a major source of revenue for the government i mean last year there was a lot of hope uh, you know they, it, uh, when when government talked about privatizing bpcl privatizing shipping corporation um but if we actually look at the fine print many would even argue that we got the timing all wrong when the world was moving away from coal we decided to privatize our coal blocks fossil fuels uh you know for a long time uh, oil prices had crashed and then the whole world again is now talking about renewables so is our government now we are privatizing our uh, state refiner so even if we may have very good assets the interest from potential suitor remains muted and we are seeing that in both air india and as well as bpcl this is a very uh, legitimate uh, conclusion which you have drawn the government has been slow in strategic investment disinvestment selling the assets we have not actually carried out any disinvestment uh, in strategic sense selling off the public sector entity in last 15 years and whenever we decide we actually are laid laid on the curb uh, and in the process most of the assets in fact tend to deteriorate quite a lot it has happened in the past with the bsnl it happened with the air india it's now happening with the um, petroleum assets and it will also happen with the uh, with the uh, the electricity and the power assets in times to come the world now is moving away from the coal it's moving away from the oil renewables have become so competitive uh, it's advisable it's better if we do it now if we do it after couple of years you might actually not get even this much what you what you are getting the strategic disinvestment should be done for the economic sense that these assets would be better managed by the private sector and also for somewhat getting better uh, sort of returns on 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 what the government has invested in it the government must get out as soon as possible yes that is true uh, mr garg i mean timing uh, we were very very shocked to see the kind of muted response just three uh, expression of interest from for potential suitors of bpcl air india to air india is not an asset it's Correct. a liability that is <laughs> right so that is true would, that is true you would find true. while bpcl is a good asset great asset air india is simply a liability so how do you sell your liability is the problem with air right gulvin you touched upon bpcl what's happening to the other processes there was concord there was supposed to be shipping corporation of india the lic ipo that was supposed to set indian capital markets on fire well indian capital markets are on fire i just want to understand 
Where are we on that mega IPO? The government now proposed to sell a part of its holding in the LIC by way of initial public offer. Initial public offer. See, uh, Ayajit, um, LIC IPO is, uh, from what I'm getting, from what I'm picking up, is uh, likely to be in the second half of uh, the next financial year. That is because uh, at the moment, the embedded value of LIC is being assessed. And um, uh, that is being done. It's going to take a while. So the actual work on the IPO will only begin in uh, March or April. And beyond that, uh, then the timing of the IPO will be determined. And, and, let, and let's not forget, there is also uh, the parliament which has to amend the act. Uh, the LIC Act itself has to be amended. Some other legal provisions also need to be changed. So there is a lot of work that will actually have to be done before we actually see the listing happening. What's the story happening in Concor or in the other shipping corporation and any progress on BPCL? As far as BPCL is concerned, uh, the bids are being evaluated by uh, by the government. Uh, financial bids are yet to be opened, so there is still time for that. The shipping corporation, you're right. The expression of interest is out. Uh, we still have some time for that because uh, the last date for closure of the bids is for invitation to bids is February 13th. We still have time for that. Uh, Concor is what was expected. The EOI was supposed to be uh, out by the month end. We still have a few days to go. Uh, but this, uh, since we have the budget around, so we could uh, see a delay maybe by a couple of weeks. I think this is uh, the fact that you need a very clear political will and also a very sharp administrative ability to execute transactions. These are what are needed. Both these things, when they happen, you can do the transactions. Otherwise, they simply... I'll give you two instances. In the first NDA government in 2003-04, uh, the then political establishment, including the minister, was very clear and they could sort of steamroll, cut through the maze and came up with quite a few very nice, very good strategic disinvestment transactions. And the administrative system enabled it. In the recent government, uh, in the current government's case, when the six airports were privatized two years back, the transactions were enabled and completed in four months' time from the time the basic decision was taken. So it's possible. But the subsequent six, it's more than two years now, and it's, it's not happening. What will come out of it, ultimately, we don't know. So we need an absolute clear decision that we will get this out. And then the administration is um, is to make it happen that in the time three months or four months or six months it has to be completed i understand the need to go to parliament and all but that can also happen in 2003-04 it also it happened it can be done when we can pass laws by ordinance and many other things uh, it's possible to do it this way correct so you don't buy mr garg the finance ministers, the strategy to clearly demarcate this is strategic 
this is non-strategic. This is where we will keep one to four, uh, you know, PLC, uh, central public sector units. You you think that 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 kind of a strategy is missing uh, the wood for the trees? Absolutely. In fact, this is making the valuable time go away. Tell me what the the whole debate in the country about strategic was in fifties and sixties when some of the sectors in fact most of the important uh, high investment sectors were reserved for the public sector on so called strategic considerations and what was the result we found we found that the private sector get, uh, got out of it and the country uh, uh, couldn't achieve any good rate of industrialization or the economic growth but do you think a capital market route is perhaps better and less politically controversial because in india everything becomes politically controversial these days uh, rather than you know you do an ofs or you you do an ipo rather than uh, you know the strategic sale to a private company because that inevitably gets the unions get the opposition parties all excited and riled up this investment by these ofs or other small small 2% 3% 4% actually is the value destructive today the perception about public sector is that they are uh, sort of being mined for very large dividend their control in terms of projects and all is all in the hands of the administrative ministries and all and they can't really be uh, competing on the private sector terms with with the private sector and therefore the small ticket disinvestment uh, actually is not going to yield we will need to make a very clear statement that it will be only the strategic investment disinvestment a privatization and then you will see probably the value and if you can enable those transactions in a business like manner as it will happen in 2003 4 5 i think you you will see the public sector reevaluated Gulvin, the finance minister in May, as part of the Atmanirbhar stimulus package, did talk about that you know this classification of strategic and non-strategic, uh, you know, sectors. Mr. Garg, of course, has a different view, but I just I'm curious to find, uh, uh, you know, find out what's happening. Has there been any progress on that front? Um, see, Arjit, what we know of right now is that uh, the cabinet. uh yesterday in fact uh, had taken up uh, the pse policy for approval uh, we know uh, that it has uh, been approved uh, but uh, as far as what uh, are the uh, nitty gritties of it we are expecting that the budget could throw some light on it what we do know is that there are some 18 odd sectors which have been identified as strategic which include uh, nuclear energy uh power banking um and um there could be a uh, uh, a few more as well but what we of course know is that all of these sectors which are strategic a maximum of uh, four public sector undertakings will be allowed there the rest would be the merged or consolidating under a holding company Or, or, and of course, all other sectors would be opened up for privatization. We are hoping to see a little bit more clarity on Monday. Right, but Mr. Gar, the last question that I have for you is: There were plans of setting up an independent regulator, especially for listed PSU privatization. 
without such a mechanism, do you think it's really tough, uh, you know, to sell a jewel like BPCL or a Concord uh, because they'll always be left to the vagaries of market and price fluctuations and therefore always be politically that much more sensitive when it comes to the right valuation? See, uh, if you don't want to do privatization, today there are 10 public sector banks after consolidation amount, right? You further consolidate them into four and there's no need to disinvest them, right? So the intent to disinvest, to privatize is an extremely important, this mechanics of one to four really doesn't uh, help much. Coming back to your question about the getting the valuation of public sector right, it will always be a difficult question, right? This call has to be taken that if you want to privatize, whatever you, you structure the transaction in such a way that you get the best price, but whatever you get is what you have to save up. In the privatization of the six airports, the government got about four to five times of the reserve price. Because the transactions were structured in a such a way that they were, there was a very large competition. If you restricted it to only the existing airport players, then the, they would not have given you uh, anything, literally. The field was expanded. So I think the, what the government can do best is to structure the transaction in such a way, invite and create conditions for the maximum competition and interest to come and then leave it uh, to whatever. I don't think any independent regulator or any independent commission is, is the answer. It's really been a famine of over 18 years ever since Atal Vihari Vajpayee first gave his colleagues a free rate to kickstart a Margaret Thatcher-style privatization drive. One reason the country is facing a debilitating demand funk is that the structure of the economy is lopsided. Profitable Bharat Petroleum or a Concor are possible exceptions. But overall, only 30 to 35% of the output of India's public sector goes to taxpayers and banks that supply capital. As much as 70% is pocketed by privileged employees who enjoy assured jobs and higher pay than they would get in private sector. A bloated public sector distorts the economy by trapping a vast number of Indians in informal household level production, a lion's share of whose output is used to pay for scarce capital, leaving only 20% for workers. It isn't too late to use a combination of sale of better assets and permanent closures of weak state firms to give the economy a permanent boost. But please show some real political will. Going through the fine print and unrealistic timetable makes me highly circumspect. For example, if you pay the advisor a one rupee fee, do you expect the best professional advice? I leave you with that thought. Thank you very much, Mr. Garg and Gulveen, for taking time out for this really engaging and enlightening conversation. I'm Orijit Barman, and you've been listening to The Morning Brief. This episode was edited by Indulekha Aravind and Shashwat Mohanty, who also coordinated the show. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. We look forward to your feedback. Write to us at themorningbrief at timesgroup.com. And if you've liked this episode, please share it on your social media handle 
will really appreciate it. The Morning Brief drops every Tuesday, Thursdays and Friday. Thank you for listening in and have a nice day. Goodbye and good luck. Avaaz.com